0: Welcome to the program. 888 727 Back is the phone number. Uh, sound all right? Nice. Well, I mean,
1: it is you, but yeah, it's okay. Other than
0: that, it's fine? Yeah. Uh, Kellyanne Conway uh, did not sound all right last night. Uh, she sounded like she was having a, uh, some sort of brain issue in the middle of these interviews. <laughs> she probably was. I, you know, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't, it's impossible to understand how stupid the arguments made by the administration yeah, are know. at times. I mean, and, and like, you know, obviously Democrats make horrible arguments, but I expect them to make horrible, 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 yes. horrible arguments. Kellyanne Conway has seemingly given up on the idea of making sense. rational points. Making sense? Uh, yeah, you know, of course, yes. Again, remember, this is a Cruz person. This is a person who's originally for a Cruz super PAC. Um, so this is hard not hard an hard anti-Trump hard. thing. It's... I. You know, and she, there's been times where I think she's done a good job at defending, uh, you know, points that can't really be defended. Um, she's got some ability in that arena. She, she does okay with that. Uh, this, uh, what, her, both with Anderson Cooper last night and Chris Cuomo this morning, was well, I incomprehensible. The I
1: didn't hear the Cuomo. I'm interested. In I can't wait to hear it.
0: Because Cuomo, who is a proud member of the Douche Hall of Fame, by yeah. the way, um, is, uh, you know, he is fairly good at like you know in a prosecutorial sort of way like he can kind of when he feels like it yeah um and especially when it's a point that is not being made by a democrat it can be i mean even when it is democrats occasionally he will he will press them pretty well because mm-hmm. he's he's a lawyer he's got a lawyer sort of background um with uh, anderson cooper last night uh, it's it's hard to even i don't know just just watch some of it and we'll talk about
2: it he sent out a memo today to the Attorney General, and the Ray Line, Anderson says, quote, restoring public confidence in the FBI.
3: Right, but a lot <laughs> of, the, most Hershey of this letter on focuses say, on, on Hillary Clinton's emails. This is stuff that, as a they candidate, they, Donald Trump praised James Comey for. James Comey, uh, Donald Trump talked about this on the campaign all the time. All of a sudden, the White House is concerned about James Comey's handling of Hillary Clinton's email?
2: No, it's not all of a sudden, but there are many things in this letter, it goes to the fact that there's a lack of morale. Well, I mean,
3: morale the, the that
4: first thing are,
3: is all about the the. I mean, that that paragraph. The first paragraph thing is all is, about
2: the quote, FBI's reputation and credibility. is right in the first paragraph. If we're reading. The director the
3: was letter. wrong to usurp the attorney. The third paragraph to to usurp the that attorney general's authority on Ju- July 5th. I mean, why now are you concerned about the Hillary Clinton email investigation when, as a candidate, Donald Trump was praising it from the campaign trail?
2: I, I think you're looking at the wrong set of facts here. In other words, your review. Your we're going back to the campaign. Would. This man is the president of the no, United States. He acted no, decisively he is today. Not. he took the recommendation no. of his deputy attorney general who oversees the no FBI sense. directory. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. You know, is a I did a and it's that new talking point. It makes, it makes complete sense because he has lost confidence in the FBI director. And he took the recommendation of Rod Rosenstein, the deputy attorney general, who to whom the FBI director reports to.
0: I don't know why there was a double voice there, but the issue there with Kellyanne Conway, the letter clearly focuses multiple times on things James Comey did during the campaign. It's Brilliant. not Anderson Cooper bringing up the campaign. Uh, the the, the letter says it over and over again. And it's like the way Kellyanne Conway addresses this, and this is. Uh, this is the Trump one. This isn't the one she was talking about. But, uh, the, the, the one that, uh, that, the thing that Kellyanne Conway does is try to pick apart the slightest thing where he says, sure. well, the first thing he brings up here is, is the email thing. Well, yes, it is. He has a paragraph of nonsensical, we hope that this will maintain the, <laughs> the integrity of the division, which is just like set up. It's a set up paragraph. The first accusation is about, uh, in paragraph three, as, as, uh, Cooper points out, uh, but, Fun. Again, she focuses on the difference between par- paragraph one and three, and she won't allow him to put Donald Trump's words against Donald Trump's words? That's because you're looking at the wrong set of facts, too. I know. She won't say alternate facts anymore. Now she's saying the wrong set of facts. <laughs> it's in, I, Look, she honestly is an embarrassment. It's a, it's an, it's, what she does when she does these interviews is completely embarrassing, it's not only to her, but to the administration. She walks out there and does it, though, She man. just doesn't care. I mean, I look— He's asking fair questions. He, this is a completely rational line of thought. And instead of her trying to even attempt to come up with an answer to it, she just acts as if it is illegal to ask a question about what he said three months ago. It's it's as if they have set this standard that they want us to follow. It, it They want us to say, hey, you're out there in the, in the public and you're asking questions about this. That's fine. Just follow this one standard anything I said one second before right now doesn't count <laughs> other than that you're a pretty totally easy fine. standard to it's follow a fair it's easy for you guys just never ask us about anything we've said in the past <laughs> even if it's the sentence that was before this one and if like you that. and if when you do that I mean and this is the problem they're never held to anything they can say and do anything at any time because if they change From the sky is blue to the sky is green, you just have to now agree with them that it's green. And as long as we all agree that the sky is green, you can ask me any questions about the sky being green you want.
1: Sadly, this has been going on for, I mean... This Kelly is like the new Debbie West, Wasserman Schultz. Yeah, I mean it just doesn't matter. Just come
0: out. I'll I'll say what you want me to say. You're fine. No, it's more excusable. I don't care. Right, a hundred percent. It's more excusable from Kellyanne Conway because Kelly Ann Conway is not an elected official. She's at, uh, she's a, she's essentially a PR hack at this point. Um, you know, she's not even attempting to make rational arguments anymore. Now she she came from a place where she was doing that. I mean, she was she was right. at least a pollster. <laughs> at least trying I, I don't know what look you know trump has done this to a lot of people so i get it i mean I, you know but it's it's still it's this is embarrassing she goes on and on and on here's let me, let me give you some more this is about um uh trump's uh you know this is about the actual idea that he dismissed the, the person who theoretically is leading an investigation um to uh into trump's dealing it's with fast, i must say it's fascinating
1: watching her try to weave it though i mean if i would have seen it live yeah, i would yeah, not yeah, have yeah. gone anywhere I mean, Anderson's I, got her weird. I listened to the whole thing, yeah, and Anderson's
0: good too. He keeps yes. pressing her on these things, but the issue is she won't. She will. Ne- she always holds a double standard, so you can't ask. It's ridiculous to ask her about any previous content, but you'll see her in this interview. Well, this Mention is what it. the well, is Democrats what did over time. the past six months. They've been they've been hammering Comey. Well, why is it okay to ask about what the Democrats said yeah. over the past six months? The, I thought we weren't supposed to do that. It just only e- every You're good standard to to applies to Trump and every That's bad standard right. applies to everyone else. And look, I get I expect this from Democrats. I expect it from Debbie Wasserman Schultz, to your point, Jeffy. It's just like it's just embarrassing that it comes from someone on our side. It's just I, <laughs> oh, I don't love that, here's side. here's part two.
3: You don't think it looks odd at all that the President of the United States is firing the guy who's leading the investigation into the President's White House and the people around the President?
2: Well, let me repeat that the President has been told by the FBI Director that he's not under investigation. That is right in the President's letter.
3: Well, the President's letter is, I mean, yes, the President gratuitously in this letter says, while I greatly appreciate you informing me on three separate occasions that I'm not under investigation, he then goes on to say that uh, he agrees with the decision to uh, uh, to to fire, to let go Comey. Um, but, I mean, clearly, this White House is under investigation. The people around the president, the people around the president are under investigation.
2: You would and agree with that, people, yes? Uh, no, I don't. I know that you, that some are obsessed with the James Russia, Comey Russia. said
3: that there is an ongoing investigation.
2: He wants to make sure that he the president is not under investigation. Yeah. I'm around the president. I'm not under investigation. I can name well, many people in that same situation, but I know everybody wants
3: to wow! What a standard by the FBI that's ongoing right now into the people around the president of the United States.
2: I'm saying that. Well, I don't know that, but I'm saying that to the extent that any of that is true, did, the president himself, isn't excuse me, is did, not the subject of investigation.
0: Um First of all, he didn't say it, the president was involved in the investigation. He didn't say that. He said the people around the president and the people in the White House. So. You know, again, she just she takes this question and goes to a completely different thing. Of course. By the way, that's also not what Clapper said. Clapper very specifically. And and, and he said he does not have any evidence uh, as of this point. Um, And 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 Comey. We don't know. We haven't heard from Comey yet on this particular issue. We will find out. But they also mentioned the Clapper thing several times yesterday. Clapper said not that he that there was no tie. Uh, however, what he did say was, I don't have access to that information yet because it's not my investigation. So you can't, you don't get both of those things. And, you know, Trump put that on his Twitter. The other part of it is, uh, Comey here. Um, we don't know what Comey said. We don't know that he said that three times. There's questions of whether that is right, by the way, if, if Donald Trump was talking to James Comey about this investigation, there are, there's a huge problem with that too. And Trump is, you know ham-handedly using that as his uh in his defense but it may very well be that that is actually I and mean, some people think it's illegal I don't know if that's true but certainly unethical I mean you know if it's if 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 Jeffy's getting investigated by well, some by some uh, uh you know department which by the way he is by several but if he if they came to me and said hey by the way you're not I want you to know that you're not uh oh, you're not part of this investigation we're going after Jeffy uh, that's not cool because I could tell Jeffy. Now, I wouldn't because I want him to go to prison, but in theory, that you could be an just, issue.
1: Hmm? You would just, at least, I don't know.
0: Tip you off? Yeah. Definitely not. I would give, uh, additional information to the authorities, however. And I have. Many times. Uh, so they've got a, they got quite the, uh, <laughs> quite the backlog, uh, to go no, that's through. That's a good damn thing you don't know everything. <laughs> um, so, uh. One of the thing, like, this, I love this. Um, this clip is, um, again, Kellyanne Conway trying to bring it back over and over oh, again. She's, like, what, what Kellyanne, amazing. she doesn't even have confidence in herself here, as you can tell. <laughs> um, but what's interesting is she has such little confidence in the ridiculous arguments she's making. Uh, that she has to keep continually going back to the paper and reading right. it off the note, off the letter. It says right here. It says right here. It's about, um, it, see how many times she says uh, something about put, restoring people's faith in the FBI. She says that there's some quote she keeps pulling out of that, just going back to over and over again, because she knows it's safe. It was in the letter. Watch.
2: And today's actions had zero to do with that. Today's actions have everything to do with what Mr. Rosenstein, the deputy attorney general who oversees the FBI director, and he's been on the job for two weeks, but has been in government for decades and most recently served for President Obama as a U.S. attorney in Maryland. Anderson, if everybody would read his letter rather than just trying to squeeze it into a soundbite or wonder what he meant. Or um, we're try not trying to squeeze it into a soundbite. we got letter. two
5: hours.
3: I can read the whole letter o- well, over the course of the do air that.
2: tonight. I would love to read the letter. I'm sure but, the you, know, you
3: would to read the letter out loud. Would you
2: but, like me to start? But Mr. what Trump? I don't understand, do I mean, in this speech?
3: kind of a letter, why not ask for a special prosecutor at this point? Is that possible? Is, is that about something- restoring
2: Public confidence. The FBI. Right. Right. You're the you're FBI.
3: Public confidence. There's a lot of. I just talked to Adam Schiff, who's you know the leading Democrat on, on the, yes. uh, the House uh, Committee, right. who said we got to have a special prosecutor. John McCain has talked about the need for a special prosecutor. Okay, but
2: what does that have to do with this letter? You're asking me Absolutely. the core mm-hmm. question of why you're talking about restoring confidence. There's a lot of
3: people. People on Capitol Hill who say, in order to restore confidence, we need a special prosecutor. You're saying point what blank. What happened to all the
2: Democrats? I've got all their quotes right here. They oh, have no oh, confidence here. in Jim Comey when oh, it was weird. politically expedient oh, for she's them. referring to past comments. comments about James on Comey. October huh. 28th, their comments on November 3rd, their comments last week or two, when Jim Comey testified again and had to correct right. There's plenty, a lot of Democrats today.
3: who don't have confidence, but feel the timing right now, at this point in the investigation, uh, into uh, possible collusion of people in the Trump campaign and, and Russia seems very odd that now, all of a sudden, the president has lost confidence in, in James Are Comey. The so, again, <laughs> did I not say exactly that?
0: She is coming up and pulling this up quotes of Democrats that. saying what they thought about James Comey in the past, as if that's okay. Yet when he asks about what, she, what Trump said, the freaking president of the United States, his own words. Uh, well, that's, uh, well, that was back in the campaign. i ask about that. It has nothing to do with this. It has nothing to do with this. All the accusations in the letter are about during the campaign. I mean, they're all at least based, at least began during the campaign. It's an incredibly relevant line of questioning. Again, like, this is not someone who seems to be trying. No, not at all. And plus, it's... you Look, she's trying to defend... The the indefensible here. And look, it's not indefensible to fire James Comey. I I, I don't think I would have fired him necessarily, but it's not indefensible to fire James Comey. I was
1: going to fire him. I may have fired him earlier than
0: this. Right. But I mean, the timing of it. Whatever. The the issue here is you're in the middle. He just testified in a a hearing, public hearing, which surrounds an investigation on you and the people around you. Plus, on top of it, what
1: a douche. He's out in California. Oh, terribly done! The way the Canada. way the way he, the way he got fired—he's doing a speech and he finds out about it. Does he have to pay for his flight back?
0: They were saying um, they don't know. Uh, that was one of the things they talked about on CNN last oh, that, night after this interview, which was he technically he took right. the FBI plane out and he can't take it back because he's no longer right, FBI director. He's not director, right? So how does he get back? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I'm sure he's got the cash. Greyhound, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> <that we did. laughs> um, I mean, you look, the, Comey. You heard Mike Lee say it. Uh, a lot of people like James Comey. You know, yeah. he's known around Washington as a guy who has a real nonpartisan reputation, which is difficult to maintain in that environment. Um, he will have his defenders in the government. We're seeing the first leak of this. I mean, I, we, I mentioned it right before we off the air. This is the article from The New York Times. Days before he was fired, James Comey, the former FBI director, asked the Justice Department for a significant increase in money and personnel for the Bureau's investigation into Russian, Russian interference in the president, presidential election according to three officials with knowledge wow. of his request. Now, these are unnamed officials. Who knows who they are? My guess is they're Comey loyalists, right? They're people who like Comey. Right. And they're like, wait a minute. We don't like that this happened. We know that this, there's, there's this fact out there. So you could say you might think it's fake. You might think, uh, you know, it's exaggerated. But Mr. Comey asked for the resources during a meeting last week with uh, Rod Rosenstein, by the way, the guy who wrote the main letter who fired him, because Trump wrote Trump just wrote, yeah, hey, uh, thanks for letting, saying I'm perfect, and, uh, but I'm going with my recommendation of, uh, of you getting fired. Rosenstein's the guy who did this. He just came in. People are beginning um, to like you more than me. Right. Oh, that, wait, that wasn't in there. <laughs> uh, he wrote the Justice Department's memo who was used to justify the firing. Mr. Comey briefed members of Congress on the meeting in recent days. So Good. the idea being that here's that theory to play out for you. Obviously, Trump loved Comey at one point. Um, and, uh, thought because he released this letter eight days or 10 days before the election, whatever it was, that he was on his side, came into the, uh, came into the white house, praised him effusively, put his arm around him, all this other stuff and thought he'd give the appearance of an investigation, which would come up with nothing, right? Like thought that bottom line is we're, we're good. I'm telling you this guy, he'll go through, he'll do his, he'll do his, you know, his public due diligence. And in the end, they'll find out that we didn't do anything. Right. And now it's instead escalating. He's asking for more money to investigate this further and find God knows what. So now Trump has pulled the trigger and, and did, by the way, what he's completely allowed to do, which is sure. fire the FBI director. He's absolutely within his rights to do absolutely. that. Absolutely. The question is whether you think that's a good idea or not. Whether the American people are like, wait a minute, that sounds shady, or if they're saying, well, you know what, uh, good, good for him. You know, there's going to be 70% of this country is going to be is going to end up in the partisan world where they will think everything Trump does is bad and everything that, uh, that uh, Trump um, li- disagrees d- 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 with yeah. is the opposite. And so I think you're going to get that 30% kind of figuring out whether, where they fall on this. Um, you know, it's, it's not a good look. And, and people no, are like, I had a couple of people, they're like, oh, you're typical, you're bashing Trump, saying that he handled this poorly. Who cares if he handled this poorly? The idea that you don't fire a guy in the middle of a speech at the FBI is yeah. a pro-Trump argument and here's why if trump would do the things he's doing but do them competently they would work better <laughs> to quote the great Wouldn't phil Hendry, as david g hall back to phil Hendry, do it better
6: <laughs>
0: all you have to do is be mildly competent when you do these That's things it. and the repercussions will not be as grand however
1: I will say that what would have looked the best. Uh, we talked a little bit about it on radio. If uh, Comey steps down, right? But if Comey, if, if, if he steps, Comey steps down, it doesn't. Donald didn't fire him, right? Donald wants that look of
0: I took care of it. Maybe, or maybe Comey. Maybe they did go to Comey and say, "We want you to step down." And he said, "Nope." I mean, it's, that's possible, too. We may find that out. It is that possible. Out. That um, is possible. You know, I, we may very well find that out. Yeah, this is very possible. So
1: he's not going to step down. I don't care what he's doing. He's fired. He's out, I don't, but he's out in California. You want to wait till he comes back? No. He's not going to step down. He's not going to play ball. He's fired. Send like, him a letter.
0: It's just one of those. Why, I don't know. Why would I don't you, know. I think you're right. Because he sent the letter, and, and I don't think I don't think the intent of Donald Trump was. I could be wrong on this. I don't think the intent was embarrass this guy in front of his people. And let him learn about it on TV. I don't think that was his intent. I, you know, they did send a letter right. to the FBI headquarters, but again, you're the freaking president of the United States. No worries, that. How does it get to TV? Just I don't care what happens. Fly the guy in and tell him in person. Right. You know, I mean, at the very least, call him before he sees it on TV. Uh, it's it's an, it's the way they handle these things is so embarrassingly pathetic. Right. That it's hard to imagine that the country is even able to operate with him at the head of it, because he's so he's so emotional and so uh, a guy that just flies off the handle. He's you know he's angry at X, Y, or Z. He tweets about it. That appro- approach is what leads to this. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know the details of this particular thing. We'll find out. In the, I'm sure in the. What was days. the quote? Uh, Phil Henry. Do it better. <laughs> do it better. That's all. I mean, I brought this up as an as a comparison earlier on the radio show. The uh, travel ban. Now, you're going to do the travel ban and you're going to ban travelers from seven different countries. uh, And they're going to uh, they're going to and he's going to restrict the the number of refugees and, and such. We know the details of that. When you go through the details of that plan, it is incredibly restrained. The, we are only averaging about 60,000 refugees anyway, and he's limiting it to 50,000. Not that big I of a deal. deal. He's 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 eliminating the seven countries that were on Obama's list, right? He's on Obama's list. Um, you know, uh, he is, he, and he's, he's restricting them for short term, 90 days. If they had rolled that out and said, hey, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be implementing this. Here's how it works. Hey, people at airports, Here's how you should operate. Hey, people in charge of the program. Questions? Did you know this is coming? Hey, is there any issues we haven't thought of? We'd like to get your feedback before we put the thing into effect. And you know what? You don't have to necessarily do it publicly. Bits of it would leak out. I'm sure if you talk to the inside the government, it's true, but it's okay. You know, it, the, the process to get through these programs was months anyway. No one, was, no one that wasn't already in the pipeline was going to be able to get into the country that wouldn't have otherwise. But instead, you made it such a, a, a crap show. That, uh, yes, I was going to use a different word. You know, it's such a crap show that it, it made it so unpopular so fast that this basic thing, if you had done it competently, would have been no problem at all. Instead, so they did it completely incompetently. It gets overturned in court multiple times, and it's been a complete disaster and, by the way, distraction for what Trump actually wants to get done. It, th- th- do it better. This is basic competence here. This is not something that most administrations have any problem with. And people are like, well, he's not a politician. He's the president. Of course he's a politician. He won a presidential campaign, and he's been running for office since like 1988 on and off. It's, uh. He is a politician. He's just not good at it. That's a difference. There's a difference between being a politician and not being a politician. I work in business. I don't to do these things all the time. Donald Trump is a politician. He's just a crap heap of one.
1: That's a lot harder than he thought still.
0: I think it is harder. It that is, is and he admits he it. I think it is harder. He's just not good at this. The people around him don't seem to be very good at it with some well, some, some exceptions. I, I, I would I would say that I, I think uh,
1: in our experience with Donald Trump is that
0: I, I, he may have
1: obviously there's people around him that aren't very good at things, but most of the people i mean you find i think you, they run into that trump wall right that that mr trump wall mm-hmm. of uh hey we should do it this way well who was it that was giving us information telling us about how they end up going to him with uh one one a final right. thought or two so he has to pick one or the other no more than no, no yeah. more than two so whatever decision it is yes that was a, because, uh, the story uh, you know yeah and, uh, whatever but i just think that you run into that trump wall
0: so it's like <sighs> okay that's just the way it is oh yeah totally and look, like, everybody has that experience with a boss i mean i get it i mean like there's there's always frustrations but you know trump is just you know he's He is what he is times 15 million, Uh, and he's just doing – these are just not good decisions. Uh, And no one one will tell him to do it better. Do it better. No one. No one will tell him. No one will uh, tell him. Because you know what? He wants him out. He's pissed off at Comey because he can't believe that his first 110 days are bogged down in this nonsense, which he sees as nonsense. And I I honestly do not think this is necessarily an indication – that uh, I don't he's either. guilty. I don't either. I, I don't think I that's really what don't. this is. I think it's him. He's pissed off. it's He's acting out of anger, which is the, the worst possible thing you but can it, have in a president. He's done it all his life. He's done it all of his life, and yep. he doesn't care about the consequences. And you know, people like Kellyanne Conway give him that right because Kellyanne Conway will go out and defend him no matter what, no matter yep. what dumb thing he does. You know, I mean, I, I like, it, I would have so much more respect for these people if you come out and you say, look. This obviously didn't go down the way we were hoping it was going to go down. I mean, it was kind of a disaster. We get it, um, <laughs> no but you know, we didn't think way. he was the right guy. And you know, this has nothing to do with whether um, uh, he's guilty or not. I think, like you know, someone on CNN, I think it was Ken Cuccinelli, who was the guy who ran for governor in, in Virginia, if I remember right, um, and he was on the panel. And what he said is puts Trump into a little in a little bit of a uh, I don't know. I mean, a little bit of a pickle. Because he was just like, look, you know, you're not going to, people are, he was defending Trump. And he's like, look, yeah, people aren't going to bash, uh, you can bash Trump all you want, but I mean, the real, you're really going to know if he appoints someone who's good. If he winds up bringing someone else in who's competent and respected and gets through the Senate, then it's not going to be a big deal. And I think that's true. It's true, A, if he does it. So now he, there will but be a also lot of there's, attention. But,
1: but you're never going to get any of his people or him to say, you know, this didn't go down the way we wanted. Because he'll never say that. Of course it went course down not. the way he wanted. Yep. It went down exactly the
0: way I wanted yep, it. That's how he acts. Donald Trump, that's the way it went down. This, this is how I had it planned. Yeah. And the other part of that is, you know, look, if he names somebody, the Democrats, because they're also just Ugh. as big political hacks as everybody, as Kellyanne and Conway of course. is, no matter who it is, they're not going to let him through without a fight. They're going to wind up making it to a big deal, and it's going to be difficult anyway to get through. Yep. So, Oh, my gosh, uh, you know, yes. That'll, you know. be
1: ni- that'll be another nightmare.
0: Um, should we point out, should, before we go to break here, let's do uh, here, here's Trump um, do, saying good things about Comey <laughs> just to piss off <laughs> Kelly and Conway. Yeah, let's
7: play you what, 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 your,
3: what Donald Trump, the President of the United States, said about James Comey during the campaign. Let's play this.
7: Irrelevant.
3: Irrelevant. I have
6: to give the FBI credit. That was so bad what happened originally. And it took guts for Director Comey to make the move that he made in light of the kind of opposition he had where they're trying to protect her from criminal prosecution. I respect the fact that Director Comey was able to come back after what he did. I respect that very much. Good job by the FBI. I have respect that the FBI has given it a second chance. Stop. As you know, the FBI, and I give them a lot of credit because they're fighting forces that they're not supposed to be fighting. I really disagreed with him. I was not his fan, but I'll tell you what. What he did, he brought back his reputation. He brought it back. He's got to hang tough because there's a lot of, lot of people want him to do the wrong thing. What he did was the right thing.
0: And what's interesting about that, not just that he praised him, But he praised him for the specific actions in the letter. It talks about the press conference. It talks about all the things that he did leading up to that, how he shouldn't have spoken out publicly (laughs) about the Hillary Clinton email investigation. And it's the exact thing he was being praised for by
1: Trump. All the campaign stuff was just a lie. I mean, uh, campaign rhetoric.
0: Right. And that's uh, – Kellyanne Conway basically trying to communicate that. Uh, Look, we were just lying in the campaign. And you should believe us now. That's essentially her point, her only defense – the, the, the problem with that is, he is, it's such a bull crap idea that the reason James Comey got fired is because they didn't like the way he treated the, 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 uh, the, the investigation of Hillary Clinton. They loved that. Of course they loved it. They loved every second of it. And to make that out to be the real reason why uh, the firing occurred is so disingenuous, so obviously false to anyone looking at it. That I I can't even believe they attempt it. You know, it's just it's just one of those things. that Maybe you just stay home. Let let Jeffrey Lord go on at CNN <laughs> and let true. him try to defend it. And don't send your people out there. If you're gonna if you're gonna send out Kellyanne Conway and this is how she's going to actually try to answer these questions, don't send her out. I mean, you know. But again, this is I guess your this is your job. Uh, you know, that's why I would never want it. I'll tell you that. Jeez, oh my gosh. No. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, so there you go. Uh, You wouldn't want a job where you'd have to go out and defend Donald Trump. No. Weird. I wouldn't do very—I would not be good at that job. Let's be honest about it. Uh, Fact is, your current phone provider is using your money to undermine your beliefs. They're spending tens of millions of dollars to remove conservative leaders from office. Uh, And Patriot Mobile has a different solution. Now, Patriot Mobile, uh, they offer all the stuff you get from the uh, the big guys, uh, nationwide talk and text, high-speed, 4G LTE data, the, the prices that are way better than the big guys. Plus, they're going to donate up to 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization of your choice. Uh, Patriot Mobile will even buy out your current contract with credits up to $500 per line or $1,500 per account. And you can keep your phone number and get the coverage that you deserve. Uh, plus, you support the values you actually believe in. Uh, you can get a free iPhone 5S or Galaxy S5 when you sign up for a $45 monthly unlimited talk, text, and data plan. Or you can choose from many other great phones. I know for a fact they have the iPhone 7, which is uh, what I got from Patriot Mobile. Nice. What do you have, the Samsung?
1: Yes, I have the Samsung 7S. 7S? 7S. 7S S7 Edge is the. It, exact didn't they come out uh, with a I new like one it. recently, yes, like the Samsung? The, the 8. The 8 is it? The 8 uh, and the 8 Plus. And uh, those are really, I mean, I like them. They look, they look great. I'm, I'm told by someone that, you know, I share a life with, that mm-hmm. uh, I can't get one right now, but the, uh, uh, mm-hmm. I know, weird. But the, there's another one, a new one coming out here in a little while. I was informed of by the Samsung person that uh, I'll probably get that one.
0: Did you, you steal I'm these? The How does this? Well, we'll get back to that in a minute. Uh, patriot <laughs> Mobile also gives you 10% off if you're in the military or a first responder in your families. Also, uh, they will waive the $35 activation fee with the promo code PAT and Stew. So why not get 35 extra dollars in your pocket? I can't possibly see a reason for that. Go to patriotmobile.com slash pat and stew or call them 800 a patriot, 1 800 a patriot, or patriotmobile.com slash pat and stew. So uh, they get a kind of a funny list of Republicans' reactions to the firing of Comey uh, as they were ranked. Um, so uh, this is from the Washington Post. They said uh, the, uh, they decided to rate them on a five-part uh, scale, um, and they, they went from livid, angry, skeptical accepting and enthusiastic were the five categories they came up with here's some of the sampling livid none they came up with none that were livid um angry they came up with uh, jeff flake uh who said i spent the last several hours trying to find an exceptional rationale for the timing of comey's firing i just can't do it
1: <laughs> uh representative barbara Comstock under the angry I can't defend or explain tonight's actions or timing of firing FBI director James Comey. The FBI investigation into the Russian impact on the 2016 election
0: must continue. The interesting part about Comstock is she's uh, seen as a vulnerable Republican in the House. So it it may be an indication of of how if you're in the if you're in the she's trying to say like, look, I'm not with Trump on this. Like she is worried about her seat. Um, At least that's what people say. John McCain, you'd expect him to kind of say something. But he says, well, the president has legal authority to remove the director of the FBI. I am disappointed in the president's decision to remove Comey from office. Comey is a man of honor and integrity and has led the FBI well in extraordinary circumstances. They
1: also have one here from uh, Representative Carlos uh, Corbello from Florida. But uh, anytime uh, your name is Carlos, now all I can think of is Anthony Weiner. So the next segment is skeptical. Hmm. I don't like the other. other should should change his name because of Carlos Danger. Yeah, hmm. should change his name.
0: Uh, Justin Amash. By the way, it's it's appropriate to listen to think about Anthony Weiner here. I love the one thing I will say I love about all of this is look, there, there's not a hundred percent certitude, as it were, that uh, that. The, the comey letter uh, swung the election though i think oh. there, there's extensive evidence uh, to point in that direction there's some yeah. disagreement among polling experts on it um but uh you know i'm i'm a believer uh, in that particular thing and of course there's it, and I've, I've made this comparison before but it's like you're you're a heavy favorite in a basketball game you play lackadaisically and poorly for three quarters and 11 minutes and in the last minute you get a bad call and complain the bad call is the problem if you had just played better in the other quarters, you wouldn't. It wouldn't matter that the bad call was a problem. And again, I, I'm saying that from the liberal side right. of the argument. Um, so that's why they're kind of complaining about it that way. However, I still think that if you're a fan of that team, you're complaining about the bad call. You always and, do. And I think that that is a legitimate. I honestly do think that that was enough. To I mean, that's the that's
1: the disclaimer of every game that ends with the bad call that costs you the <laughs> game. I know we should have played better, but that call.
0: Right. And it's true. I mean, I, I, I do think without the Comey letter, Hillary Clinton wins the
5: election. Right.
0: Now, there are other things. If Hillary Clinton decides to go campaign in Michigan, she probably wins, too. And that's her fault. But giving every other circumstance exactly the same. If Comey does not release that letter, is Hillary Clinton president? I think the answer probably. to that is yes. Yeah. Uh, we're never going to know. Um, but and there is some disagreement on that. Um, but anyway, uh, Justin Amash Who from Donald Trump. Uh, no, actually, uh, the <laughs> New York Times, uh, polling, like, lead data guy, Nate Cohn is his name, and he's very smart, and, um, you know, really interesting analysis, right. and, uh, and he was less. He believes that? Less, um, positive on trump in his election predictions than nate silver was over at 538 right. and, and uh because they're both named nate a lot of people are comparing the two here um but uh nate Cohn from the new york times says it could be the comey letter but i don't think it is and nate silver from 538 says uh could not be the Comey letter, but I think it is. That's basically they're both saying it's it's a close call, right? Um, but again, you know, you're talking about probably a half a point um, is all it would need to swing. A half. A, if yeah, Hillary well Clinton won the popular vote by three points, if she won by three and a half, she would have won the election, right? Um, with even in the in the, in the way the uh, electoral college fell. And so that's kind of the way they look at those things. A couple more names. we will just give you some names here because we're going. The skeptical reactions, Justin Amash, Ben Sass, James Lankford, uh, Richard Burr. Richard Burr's kind of a big one. Um, Trey Gowdy uh, falls into that category as well. Then you've got uh, Bob Corker. Not not a huge surprise. Uh, Accepting Mitch McConnell, Ron DeSantis, Lindsey Graham, Jim Banks, Susan Collins, Marco Rubio. And then uh, enthusiastic Roy Blunt. Uh, wow. Charles Grassley, John Cornyn. Um, Boy, you talk about. And then that's about it.
1: A fall from grace from a lot of Texans was John Cornyn.
0: Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven. Back is your phone number. We got interesting. A uh, couple more things on this, and then we've got Jeffy time, and then we've got spoons, which yesterday was a disaster. Let's be honest about it. 888 727 Beck is the phone number. Eric Erickson had a uh, good piece of advice for Donald Trump, I thought. Uh, president Trump um, did in Syria what Barack Obama should have done. He fired missiles to defend people and respond to chemical weapons attack. Barack Obama's supporters were outraged. President Trump then sent more troops back into Afghanistan and let commanders on the ground decide what actions to be uh, best done to eradicate ISIS, which began making inroads while Barack Obama was president. The commanders dropped the Moab, and Barack Obama's supporters still were outraged. President Trump then released an executive order on religious liberty and refused to curtail the language Barack Obama had drafted at the behest of the gay rights movement. President Trump did this ex- despite explicit promises to the contrary made to evangelicals during the campaign. Barack Obama supporters were still outraged. Uh, President Trump then gave in to Democratic demands on the continuing resolution, including Planned Parenthood to keep the government open again. Barack Obama supporters were outraged. Now, President Trump has fired James Comey, the man that le- the left demanded be fired since last July. And again, President Obama's supporters were outraged. The political left is outraged. They are outraged at everything Donald Trump does. President Trump's mere existence and use of oxygen to stay alive angers and outrages the left. President Trump needs to pay attention to this. Does he? He does. He needs to understand that the left will not work with him. They will give him no credit. They will attack him for doing the things that Barack Obama did. Look at the President Trump uh, uh, inviting the Supreme Court to dinner. Um, Barack Obama did it, and he was fine. Donald Trump did it, and they're screaming about a constitutional crisis. They're now screaming about a constitutional crisis over Donald Trump firing James Comey, despite the president having the constitutional authority to do so, and the left wanting James Comey fired. They will seek no accommodation with Donald Trump. And most importantly, they should take back Congress next year. They will no doubt begin a daily parade of Trump cabinet secretaries Boy, that's before the Congress to harass them, badger them and try to drive them from office. The only way to stop this is for President Trump to crush the opposition. The only way to crush the opposition is to demoralize the opposition and turn the left upon and against itself. Bottom line is. Trump, who's made a career of sort of like trying to get everyone to like him. I mean, he you know he did this. He, he's taken the popular position on almost every issue his entire life. When he, you know, with the exception of very and, recently when he started running for president, and we kind
1: of saw this. I mean, we did. Some, we saw this coming uh, because he tried to portray being something else during the campaign mm-hmm. uh, with his. I mean, that's why he got elected, right? Other than you know putting the Hillary letter aside from Comey. Um Why he got elected, why people got behind him is because he was going to go against that, and it didn 't matter i 'm not'm going against i don 't need to get everybody to like me. this is what we 're going to do we 're going to drain the swamp we 're going to take care of this no more politics i 'm not a
0: politician, and as soon as he gets in he 's a politician a hundred percent I mean you know and look like long before that he was a politician, but the idea that The idea that you can say you're not a politician if you just don't know how to do your (laughs) job—it's not an an argument that connects with me because that's really what he's saying. Like I, I a lot of his defenders are like, "Well, look, I mean, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing, so uh, you got to give him an excuse." No, No. he's the president of the United States. Do it better. (laughs) All right, Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven back is the program uh, number. On the uh, other side, we have the Jeffy segment, which is uh, a segment that is uh, by request uh, from no one. Wait, what's that? By request Oh, that that one's
1: nice, though
0: Here are some stories Uh that Jeffy found Felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore
1: I mean, it's by request You said it yourself, Stu. I know. It's by request. So thank you for requesting it. It's here. All right, so you've been flying a lot lately. Uh, You know, I know we don't necessarily need to talk about the special little business trips, secret business trips you've been going on. That's fine.
0: Well, I mean, someone's got to to import our uh, drug needs. But, uh, and
1: they are busting more and more of my people at the border, too. I
0: am (laughs) Damn you, Donald Trump.
1: He's really going to town on that. (laughs) They've been busting people left and right. And Mm. some of my smugglers... Like the girls that got busted uh, taping all the, all, the, all the drugs to their butt, uh, mm-hmm. trying to get through the... It didn't work.
0: This isn't part of your segment. No, it
1: is not. Okay. I was just disappointed that they didn't make it through. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Thank you. But airplanes are... Disg- by, according to this article, all right, airplanes are full of germs, nastiness. And I know that for uh, the many times that I've flown, you feel kind of sick after you get off an airplane maybe you don't but I do and mm-hmm. I, I'm starting to become almost a stewed germaphobe so I was thinking about you when I read reading this article about the disgusting germ harboring hotbeds with deadly b- bacteria including uh MRSA and E. coli surviving for days on an aircraft but if you thought all those bugs is enough to make you avoid the flying entirely there are ways to make your aircraft as clean as possible I don't think it matters you can go in there and spray down. They're not going to let you walk in with the aerosol can of Lysol to spray no, everything down. No, probably not. It right? would not be a good move. Right, but uh, never use the blankets. You do not want to use. Do you ever use the blankets or the pillows on the airplanes? Yes, absolutely.
0: Sometimes you have to. Why doesn't I get that cold? Surprise me. I get cold, Jeffy.
1: I know, but the flight attendant and founder of uh, Aviation Blog, uh, theflyingpinto.com. dot com, and I, you know, I am sure you, you read the aviation blog theflyingpinto.com comes right to your inbox every week. Is
0: that the full address? The aviation blog, theflyingpinto.com? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I've never been there. Yes. Uh, the economy
1: class cabins of the flight she works on uh, are only given to clean blankets, first class. Oh, wow. Well. First, actually not first class, first flight of the day. I saw first and oh. I thought first class. So they're clean mm-hmm. when they start the day. They're the only ones they use on the flight. Because
0: they're usually in plastic bags, aren't they? I, but they go back in, right? I mean, maybe, I if, they,
1: maybe if you, uh, it's kind of like uh, you wrap it up and put it back in the bag. Uh, maybe the cleaning service or a lot of the planes don't clean anymore, right? So they go in and they just kind of straighten up. They ask you to clean. They ask you to pick up around you, right? God so
0: forbid. They, they ask you to pick up yourself. I mean, that's really... The
1: they're, they're waitresses in the sky. They should be able to clean up after me. That's their job.
0: It's not their job. That's their job. Just I'm paying eight hundred
1: dollars a ticket. They can clean up after me. You're that's not what they $800 do. Eight hundred dollars a ticket. You've <laughs>
0: never paid eight hundred dollars a ticket for a flight in your life.
1: <laughs> but I am starting to become a little germaphobe. I think, and I, I'm kind of concerned yeah, this about
0: interesting, it. Interesting, because you seem I'm like kind of concerned you know, about it. A really kind of like filthy person. I'm kind, ca- and I would. I would
1: well, that's, that's what that's <laughs> what's growing on me. That's why I think you know
0: I'd be out to clean. Maybe i to clean something up. You know, yeah, like I,
1: wash up or something. Yeah, like I, it I think of you
0: as kind of like pig pen, You know, like you're kind of walking. around.
1: I realize like, that that's what you think of me as. Uh, <laughs> trust me, I, I know that. But uh, I always, I've always been, you know, the, kind of a, the, you know, the ADD uh, kind OCD? of one thing. Uh, o, yeah, straight where not, yeah, where everything's got to be in its place. Yeah, that's
0: OCD, OCD. Not ADD. OCD. ADD is when you have a short attention span. I have that, too. And <laughs> not to enough time to get to have the letters of OCD. Yeah, I have that, too. That's interesting. Um, but, I, I honestly am surprised you'd be a germaphobe. Because, I mean, like, we've done things where we'll just, like, take mashed potatoes, throw them on the floor, roll them in dirt, and then put them on a plate, and you'll eat them. I don't know like, that that's I knew like, that they were. Well, I, I just assumed you You, knew, watched, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you'll eat you'll eat stuff because you'll do it like well, taking the taking going behind the third wall here for a moment or whatever that means um you'll do it for the show that's kind of the right? show like you'll be like ah screw it and you'll eat it like i wouldn't that's do it kind of for the for, show.
1: that's kind of funny for the
0: show you know i mean I'm, i agree it's funny for the show which is why i enjoy when you do it however i still if you were a germaphobe i don't think you'd be able to pull that off like i i you know i have my quirks as uh, some have noticed Uh, in my life but i would not be able to necessarily oh i'm totally fine i'll do it for the show like it would bother me too much on some of that that stuff
1: yeah and i I can't find out like i don't know where the happy ground is like um and i can't even really explain it like um okay so everything's in its place but now i'm starting to think that it needs to be scrubbed down and cleaned and who touched it and i used to not have to care about that
0: i will say this uh when it's under you there is no ground that is happy I mean, really? There's no ground that remains happy. Why would why would the there's, ground be happy? There's no happy ground when it's under you. Why would the ground be happy? It's, it's a lot of weight. That would be, be my answer to that. I don't understand. It would be uh, a considerable amount of mass uh, pushing it and so, compacting
1: <laughs> the ground. So the ground would not like it because
0: so, I uh, it's ground depression. Uh, That's what that's how it happens. You create a depression and then there's depression all around uh, It's not happy ground. It's science. It's not happy ground. So, um, got some tech talk. Got some movie reviews. <sighs> Let's go with this. This is kind of creepy. And if it goes, kind of ties into what we talked about on radio today with a Homo Deus guy uh, who uh, was on talking about the future of technology. Fascinating. Listen to this: secret messages hidden in television advertisements can order smartphones to quietly spy on the owners. Nice. That's a shocking revelation, according to The Sun, in a new piece of research which exposes the scary snooping techniques corporations are using to pry into people's lives in unprecedented detail. What? A team of German academics have noticed a huge growth in the number of Android apps that are designed to look out for inaudible ultrasonic signals. The signals contain a code that orders the apps to begin tracking people's location, Work out what they are watching on television, and even expose intimate secrets about their personal life, such as their political affiliation or their love of pornography. I will say that
1: more and more, and I think we've talked about it before, more and more apps, and uh, probably within the last year, uh, you used to be able to opt out of some of the things. You know, like do you yeah. want, uh, opt out of with the I with the I agree stuff? <laughs> yeah. This your technical
0: <laughs> I like our inside a tech, computer our new tech graphic. I like it. I like it. Uh, they, this is one of the rare graphics that you actually don't die in, Jeffy.
1: Yeah, you positive about that? No, you you're not crash eventually. eventually. <laughs> uh, so you, they don't you used to be able to opt out and say, "No, I don't yeah. want you to be able to do that. I just want to be able to use your app." Well, now if you don't opt in, you're not using the app, which, I mean, I guess is fair. I guess it's fair. You want to use their app, and they want your information. And if you don't want to give them your information, no problem. Just don't use the app. Yeah. I mean, that's your I mean, choice. It's definitely legally right. I just. Yeah. It's annoying. But it just pisses me off because there's some stuff. I I just want you know, I, look. I just want to play the stupid game for five minutes at the doctor's office. I don't want you to have access to all my pictures, all my messages, all my friends. All no. I don't want you to have access to that.
0: I just want to play the game how nope. invasive you are in other people's private lives that you're not necessarily. Which is exactly why I don't <laughs> want other people looking at what I have. Uh, so the idea being that like, you know how, uh, what is it? Do you, do you have a, if I, the OK Google thing uh, on yours where you can just say it out of nowhere and it'll start like it's mm. like Siri. Like if you go on Siri. Yeah, no, I know yeah, what you're, you're talking, talking about. It. Yeah, no. Um, you can't just say it right now. If you say it right now, it's not going to turn on. I don't have it activated. Right. My wife's phone does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people do. But I mean, if you think about what the process is to make I that know. work, right, it means it's just listening all the time. And of course, it's overwriting the data. It's not like it's like sending.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what they tell is. us, right? I mean, they, it's not recording. It's just it's just listening and recording. Nope. Nothing happened. Yeah. Go Back to the beginning. again. And go
0: back to the beginning. They're just constantly overwriting yeah. what's going on, which is understandable. The issue is uh, with this is the same sort of concept where it's listening, right, to see if anything sets it right. off, and then inaudible signals will set it off. Pretty amazing. Um, the uh, spy apps uh, used software called Silverpush, which is designed to listen to audio beacons, which humans cannot hear. Researchers from uh, the Braunschweig University of Technology visited 35 high street uh, stores who in two na- unnamed European cities and found four were secretly wow. broadcasting these signals. That is weird, man. They didn't find any television ads with it, but theoretically it's possible. Um, it could be coming in the uh, in the year in the years to come. They've alleged multinational corporations such as uh, Krispy Kreme and McDonald's have fitted the snooping software within apps. Apps that use the software can precisely link the watching of even sensitive content such as adult movies or political documentations uh, to a single individual, even at varying locations. Um, so I knew it wasn't my fault going to McDonald's drive-through.
1: They're making me. That's not,
0: I'm that's in, not whatever I'm whenever
1: I'm in the neighborhood of McDonald's, they send an inaudible go to McDonald's. And I can't hear it, but I have to go. Even
0: if that were true, you wouldn't have to go. (laughs) You can't hear it, but it's telling you, go to McDonald's. Um, are you? Because we talked about the cell phone thing when we were doing the commercial uh, earlier for Patriot Mobile, but you have the uh, S7 Edge. S yeah, seven Samsung S seven Edge. I have the Edge. iPhone seven. I had the six plus uh, as well. I like
1: my Android. I have the Samsung phones I like a lot. And I I, uh, I waited after they had their little issue with uh, they had a little issue with you know, they got a little warm and started little fires, but.
0: Um, other than that it wasn't a problem, but. Minor, um, <laughs> but minor issue people are I think also there's some most people like the smartphone thing um, yes, but there are now kind of there's a movement to go the other way. Um, do we have the picture of the minimalist cell phone uh, well, those are the phones that you want I mean
1: while you still have people that are trying to do that right you also have um, the older folks
0: mm-hmm.
1: that want to feel like you know they need to be in touch and have the cell phone, but uh, can't necessarily. Slide the screens, push the right. see but, the smaller it's not, buttons,
0: and plus they're just not interested. And it saves you a lot of money. Um, it also is good for kids, so you don't have for kid like you know. Of course, every kid likes to grab the phone and or the iPad and start sure. pressing buttons on it. Uh, you know, I don't think there are any exceptions to that rule at this point. You can yeah. try to keep them away from it, and you can. I mean, we we really limit the time uh, that the, they'll hop on those things, but still, they still use them occasionally. Um, this phone here is called the Light Phone. It's about uh, stripped out as one can get. It can receive and make calls, store up to nine numbers, and tell the time. That's it. No texting, no email, nothing else. Well, that's that's pretty it. pretty cool. It'd be great for kids, especially, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, keep- you can still get, uh,
1: that is great. And we, we've, you can buy the, uh, you know, the pay per minute phones uh, from the stores for, uh, for the kids, too, that work, you know, probably, I'm sure, just as good as this thing. You buy the minutes they use it there's not a you're not a smartphone Mm -hmm. um i I think you can text if you have the number in your in your phone you can text back but it's you know it's the old style texting uh with the numbers you know each number and so i mean you can still do that pretty for the kids if you wanted to have the you know have your concern about them not having the smartphone yeah um, now this way, actually, I kind of like the look of this. You know, at least it
0: looks it's kind of size makes of a the credit kids, card, I guess. So yeah, you're, it, you you can just slide it right in your yeah. wallet. Uh, Five dollars a month, one hundred and fifty dollars for the phone. Uh, you can pre-order it now. Phone is except expected to ship at the end of May, um, but only available in the U.S. Um, and also, <laughs> Facebook uh, is because uh, like they're a big this big argument of whether they're a media company or not. I mean, they're certainly making more, and well, more they,
1: media. Yeah, they fight that they're not. For Why?
0: Sure. I, I don't know. Do you know the reason for that? I don't know. Um, back in December, rumors started flying that Facebook was looking to follow Amazon, Hulu, and Netflix into the original content game, and now multiple sources tell Business Insider that those plans are well underway. They say the social network has been looking for shows in two distinct tiers: a marquee tier for a few longer, big-budget shows that would feel at home on TV, and a lower tier for shorter, less expensive shows, of about five to ten minutes, that would refresh every twenty-four hours. New video initiative means Facebook would uh, play a much more hands-on role in controlling the content that appears on its social network with nearly two billion members.
1: Well, I think they're uh, I think they're actually going away. They're trying to uh, they're finding that the you know with all the talk of Facebook Live, they're finding that they're getting more use out of the recorded segments, right? The segments that they can promote that people some of the two billion users can promote and then say, hey, I did this. Here you go um the uh, and know it's funny they don 't mention YouTube on here either I mean youtube is pro- they're developing their own programming as well yeah that's with true. The youtube they don't get- red they they on, uh, also they 're developing their own programming plus they 're purchasing programming that 's just exclusively theirs that you can see only on youtube red mm-hmm. you know they have some movies and they have some um, I forget what are the, some of the names of the shows, but I mean they 're purchasing because I thought oh youtube is They've created these movies, and they didn't do the movie. They just bought the rights to be the only place that you can go and see it.
0: Yeah, and that's and, a, the big part of the content. But
1: battle, uh, I right mean, now. wow, Hulu and I mean Hulu is creating their own content, which is some of it's pretty darn good. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of.
0: Uh, and it's interesting for you because you can, you consume all of it, all content. Uh, that's I posted. try. I try. You really do. How much TV you watch a week? I try 50, 60, 70, hundred hours, five hundred hours. $600,000. <laughs> What's the number? I've never clocked it. I really have never that would clocked be inter- it. It would be interesting because here you are in the middle of the 18-day Jeff Fisher Fat Guy Challenge. And you're doing really well so far. How much money you lost? Uh, seven pounds into our challenge. Seven, seven pounds, pounds already. It's seven only Wednesday.
1: Done. Only Wednesday. I'm, I'm, feel, I'm back. Uh, you, you're back in the I'm mode now? I'm back in it. I'm back in the SimplesToLose.com, or- MetaFast. No problem. It's yeah. hardcore up there.
0: It's a lifestyle. Are you concerned? Come with me, Stu. I would never go with you. (laughs) I will not go with you to quote a Jerry Maguire scene. Um, So, are you worried? Because we're we're eighteen or now sixteen days away from vacation. Are you concerned at all that you might fall down when vacation arrives? Yes. I think you said it was a lifestyle change, and you were on. on, I am absolutely Stu for the sixteen days that it. I'm
1: in for the.
0: The 18 challenge, a, the 18-day challenge, but then at the not end be of it, not defeated
1: in the challenge.
0: After that, though, that's a tough one. I believe because uh, we were kind of talking about this earlier, and I said, you know, Jeffy, you know, you, this is this challenge, and you said, well. You know, I, I might stay on it on vacation. I gotta stay on it on vacation. And I, I said, really, because I know I fall off the bandwagon. Well, and, he, and, he, and Jeffy's quote was,
5: "Well, I, I might <laughs> order a pizza the first day of vacation, but other
0: than that, I'm other on than it. that, so, I'm on. I might uh, order a pizza. Well, <laughs> I assume for yourself. The, uh,
1: yes, i not.
0: You ever share a pizza?
1: The second one? Sure.
4: <laughs> I mean, there's, you always
1: get two. Uh, dumb? Do you? Yes. Uh, well, I found out that my wife and son, youngest son, will be out of town for some of the. It's weird that they're going to be out of town when I'm off. <laughs> Why would they? I can't figure that out.
0: It's almost like, they it's almost escaping, like they're It is. Almost like it's almost like they're,
1: oh, dad's going to be off. We have to leave.
0: Mm-hmm. Cuz you could go it with could them. It could be that way. You know, it's, it could it's be a vacation that you could go with them. Right? Because you uh, know, you're on vacation. They're going to be camping. Oh, okay. I'm with you then. Uh, I stand no. with you. I'm, i stand with Jeffy. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I
1: may come and visit. You know like, like for when they pull late after- drive thru <laughs>
6: uh,
0: afterwards like yeah. late
1: afternoon hey mr campsite great are we eating up at the commissary okay looks like you guys are doing fine see you later cuz no no, 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 no. I was forced to camp as a child. I refused to
0: do that. Well. <laughs> well, okay, I'm with you on that. So you're uh, worried about when they're So anyway, they're I, going,
1: yeah, and, and my Are you more runs.
0: likely to eat like a pig when you're alone or yeah. with someone? Oh, my we gosh. meet you. I, I, I'm much worse when I'm bi- left to my own devices. Oh,
1: I'm to be home for eight hours. Okay, I can eat 18 gallons of ice cream and I'll be fine.
0: Yeah, because I mean, you can really, by myself. It doesn't happen, right? That's true. That is true. By the way, if you eat by yourself, they, uh, it, the calories don't count. It doesn't it? Never happened. It's amazing. It never happened. Science has determined <laughs> it. Um, so I'm kind
1: of looking. I, you know, I kind of, and you've got to kind of build in, uh, having been down a, a this road before. Uh, you've got to kind of build in a, a like a goal. I remember the first time that uh, I went on the simple to lose plan. Where I, I mean, I ended up losing about 120 pounds. Um, the first goal I started and then I was looking forward to Thanksgiving so I I went on that but it was about a month month and a half of hardcore weight loss and I was looking forward to Thanksgiving and got to Thanksgiving and then I killed myself on Thanksgiving and that was a mistake I mean it wasn't a mistake because I wanted it but it was a mistake afterward because it felt like crappy and there was no need for it it was stupid
0: I was thinking about this uh, because this is an interesting point because uh, as a fat guy um, I've been recently thinking about what continues this process yeah. all the time. Because, yeah, I, I mean, know. I'll go through periods I where I lose weight and then I gain I weight. Know. This, that, this know whole 600-pound life
1: thing has just thrown me right off, right off kilter, man. <laughs> right off kilter. Good. I, you need to be thrown it, off kilter. It is, it's just, holy cow.
0: But the issue was, uh, what sets this off? Because I'll go through, you know, I'll be fine for a month, and then I'll go through, I'll, like, just be awful for a few days right. and, and then it it doesn't turn around and so i one of the things i was thinking about is one of my problems like one of the th- things that sets off a bad run of uh, horrific eating fat guy time right. is just a day of fat guy eating like right. once you have one day you're just like ah screw it
1: well that's right that's the whole thing because you've got to be able i mean i, and look, I, I can't i talked about it forever. Uh, doing commercials for Simple to Lose. And I, mean, I talked about it. I've read the books. I know the deal. Mm-hmm. But it is, you know, when you fall off the wagon, you got to be able to say, and it's difficult because I'm, I'm just as guilty as you with, uh, you know, one bowl of ice cream leads to, well, then, you know, 25 shakes in the next three days are okay too. No. No. You, you don't fall off the shadow. No, don't do it. You know, you don't... You, when you fall off the wagon... You have, the, like I was saying, the goal, I was get to the end and then I'll take my, I'll get a pizza and I'll eat that pizza and be sick and be tired. But I know in my, I know that I'm going to be back on the horse. Right. Okay. I've already put myself mm-hmm. in that place. Mm-hmm. If you haven't put yourself in that place of, okay, this is going to be, you know, like I joke around, this is my cheat day. Don't worry about it. But if you actually believe that this is your cheat day, then you're good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Make it cheat days. Day. I think cheat days are sort of a bad concept. I think that that's well, what I'm not capable of. but the process, of. I, I but people, you are that's right. Like some people, are, that's the whole
1: stew. Doggone it, some you people are actually, good I'm enough. Not. You could do it, and doggone it, people like me. Uh, just, I mean, for me, it's a matter of, and it's been a long time, I'm, and I'm trying to work through that process just like you are. Is that uh, here's the goal then that's going to be the cheat time, and then I'm back on to another goal. So we'll see how it
0: goes. How do you feel about taking diet advice from this stupid we'll see how show? It goes. It's filled <laughs> with a bunch of Gila monsters talking to you on camera. Uh, it's probably not. What are you talking about? I'm a professional. I'm a professional eater.
1: <laughs> I'm a professional e- eater. And uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, who else would you take advice from? Take advice from a skinny person? Shut up. They don't know what they're talking about.
0: The disdain for the word skinny I'll there, I think, might be part of the problem. I hate him. I hate them all. I hate all skinny. I, I hate all skinny people. <laughs> Every single last one of them. Every last iota. Of the the iota I skin. hate them. Uh, classic audio there. Um, all right, let's uh, take a quick break. We have a couple cool uh, trailers on the other side we want to get to. Uh, but first, I want to tell you about uh, one thing that Jeffy did was uh, to eat 40 days of food in one day. And that was uh, known as uh, the uh, My Patriot Supply. Uh, you know, look, first of all,
1: you're stretching it out just a little bit, and it's kind of embarrassing. Okay, okay, because it, it it makes me really sound like a fat guy. One day, uh, this was my, the Jeff Fisher 40 Day Survival Weekend, and okay. I ate it all in the weekend. Okay. okay,
0: so don't don't make it seem like I could just eat it all in one day. Well, here's the thing: my Patreon gives you food that you need for a disaster for uh, to, to prepare for whatever might come. Yeah, apparently, However, that's
1: what you're supposed to get it for.
0: Yeah, usually. However, they give you it at such a good, at such a good price, and the food is actually good. So Jeffy has an issue with that because he orders the food, like, hey, I need a month's worth of food. And they're like, okay, here you go. And then they, he calls two uh, days later. He's like, hey, I need a month's worth of food. And they're like, wait a minute. You just, you just got a month's worth of food. Uh, well, yeah, sorry, I didn't. No. Mm. So uh, if you uh, get their 40-day emergency food supply right now, they're going to throw in a one troy ounce sunshine minting silver round for $149. Uh, no, they're not going to throw the, just the silver thing in for 149 You get the silver thing and the food oh, no, okay, for 149 Order now, 888-457-3432 or online at preparewithablaze.com. This is, uh, you know, look, we joke about Jeffy eating all the food in about 12 minutes. It would take him at least 14 in reality. Uh, But the point is, seriously, as a parent, as someone who is responsible for your family and their family's well-being... You have to prepare for things that aren't in the norm, and these things do occur. Look at North Korea. Look at uh, you know natural disasters. Look at potential job loss over a long period of time. Would it be great to have uh, a lot of food that's inexpensive but is really delicious that you can eat whenever these things might pop up? And you also don't have to be. On, it doesn't have to be your life. Let my patriot supply handle that. You do it one time, you have it. It's good for 25 years. Triple eight. is the number or online at preparewiththeblaze.com We always try to address our listener concerns as quickly as possible. Do we? Do we? Do we? We do. Uh, thank you. Aaron Wilkinson uh, writes in on Twitter at World of Stew. By the way, at Patton Stew, at Jeffy MRA right. <laughs> says, "I can't handle the self-help pep talk from Jeffy. Please make it stop." <laughs> it is infuriating.
1: I'm, here, you. It's, for you. It's I'm here for you. Uh, so, I'm here for you. That's trying to help. That's all. I, that's all I care about, really. Uh, is uh, helping other people. You know, Stew. Yes. We were put on this planet mm.
4: to help
0: other people. It's important. <laughs> shut up. <that> we- <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to listen to your i this is why drug dealings okay pep talk either i don't want that one well Stu, i used to believe that yeah i thought so. not anymore <laughs> um abc is going to revive american idol this is kind of surprising um, network has struck a deal to bring back the uh the show uh abc con- uh, confirmed tuesday
1: yeah, they're already. did already? I mean, they already put out a promo for it or something, right? I saw because I thought, what are they doing? I saw a promo with uh, uh, J Lo and mm-hmm. um, uh, good, good junior. Is, I can't think of a stupid Ryan name. Brian Seacrest. No, anyway, it doesn't matter. Junior? I saw, yeah, Junior. Harry Connick, Harry.
0: Oh, okay. Harry. I didn't even know he was on that show. Harry. Uh, uh, ABC said uh, American Idol is a pop culture staple that left the air too soon. ABC is the right home to reignite the fan base. We are thrilled to do that. They'll get good enough numbers to stay alive for a while. You know the, the numbers is they were terrible for American Idol, but they right. were still good numbers overall right. for a show. Yes. Uh, so if you can if you could get those salaries down, and you know you might be able to still pull that off. And Harry's got
1: his other Eric Connick Jr.'s got his other show, his other talk show that he's making some big cash on. Yeah. J Lo makes money off of everything she puts on mm-hmm. so i'm sure you probably do get those salaries down a little bit look we'll keep the show alive it mm-hmm. will we're not going to pay you hundred million but you'll get a little cash
0: this happens a lot because you, you sometimes reboot things and you, you cut the salaries down a little bit people are now ready to go with them the lower amounts yep. of money um and they might do that in fact that kind of might be the case here with uh the sequel to blade runner because blade runner was a movie back in the day oh, um seems so long ago it, it, now it, man. it was long ago Jeff. <laughs> It was a long time ago. But, I mean, they didn't—they—they they never did a sequel for it, although it was in the talks for a long time. Part of the concerns was maybe the salaries are going to be too high to bring back these guys. Mm. Uh, well, time passes. And uh, maybe there is enough money to put into this one now. Although I will say. It looks like they're putting some serious money into this. Before project. we shoot this, Blade, the original Blade Runner is uh, one of the
1: reasons it brought on. You know, like, uh, I know you get so mad at me for uh, the, my... Uh, my uh, Walking Dead, uh, wake up, time for dead. Yes. on Sunday night. I like it actually. Okay, it's a good but part it's of your just charm. Uh, and and but that actually comes from Blade Runner. Oh yeah, uh, wake up, time to die. This is a lie. one of my favorite oh, no. lines from Blade Runner.
0: I didn't think you came up with Come something on. original. I should have known. I changed uh, the words around. What are you talking about? Well, of course, it's original. Here is the trailer for Blade Runner. Change the word twenty forty nine.
1: Every civilization
6: was built off the back of a disposable workforce, but I can only make so many. Happy birthday.
7: There is an order to things.
4: That's what we do here. That's a house of cards. Scott, the
5: world is built on a wall that separates kind. Tell either side there's no wall. You bought a war. You're a cop. I did your job once.
6: I was good at it. I know. What do you want? I want to ask you some questions.
7: Wow. The key to the future
6: is finally unearthed. Bring it to me. I know you're here.
4: I told you, you're
7: special.
1: Your story isn't over yet. Oh, no. There's still a page left. Hopefully, we didn't just see the best parts of that movie. We? <laughs> it's very possible that we saw the best parts of that
7: movie. I don't know if I'm in on that one.
0: What are you in? I mean, yeah, I like that. So what was the, uh, I, don't know, I don't really remember the original. Was Harrison Ford in the original? Yes. Yeah, so he was the, he was the, and yeah, this, he it's was, funny, Harrison Ford's done this, what, three times now, geez, right? Uh, times. Star Wars, come back way after the original. Uh, Indiana Indiana Jones, Jones. Now Blade Runner. Oof, man. And of Harrison, course, Regarding Thomas. Henry, which was a- uh, Great movie. A science fiction film from the 1800s. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was also a weird movie. Uh, movie sticks out to me for some reason. I love regarding he, him. His career was a little up and down, the Harrison Ford. That was a great movie. I watched a... a um, heartfelt. I watched a, a movie profile of him. About
1: violence, too. I know, I'll
0: just, um, how about La La Land? Was that about... Was Ryan Gosling in that, too? La Land? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think he was. Yeah. Um, now, yes, I did not was. see La La Land. I have not seen it either. Um, I will never see La La Land. Because
1: I almost rented it. I almost rented it the other night. Because it's... Uh, I, w- I saw it, I saw it out on I saw I walked by a red box and I saw that it's out at, on red box which means that it's pretty much available at, you know on demand yeah, or whatever that's the I'm, last
0: place it goes
1: right red uh, well I mean it's it's out I don't know that it's the last place but it's, it's you can get your hands on it so um but that means it's on demand I can watch it right. at home for you know 4 or 5 bucks or whatever if I and I thought
0: Here's the issue with nope. La La Land is uh, it's nope. a musical, and all musicals are terrible. <laughs> well, no, all musicals are not terrible. Yeah, no, true. It is, that's
1: true. Uh, that's proven. I think part of the issue, part of the issue with La La Land is I was all ready to watch it because of, it was a musical, and then Glenn came in and tried to sell it, was saying that it wasn't all a musical. It was just like the beginning and a couple so of little be, things. You're in the saying middle, this so. movie
0: is not enough of a musical yeah, for you? You're going to watch a musical? Let's go.
1: No. Let's let's sing and dance.
0: It's terrible. Let's sing and dance. Musicals are awful, and it's a lesson you should learn. I love musicals.
1: I I I was part of a couple in my life. Piece of evidence number
7: one.
1: Uh, Wait, you actually were in a musical? No, I didn't say that out loud. No, now I'm a little curious. Uh, There's another... So that's what's the Lala La Land?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so because I have an interesting uh, couple of follow-up <laughs> questions on that. Uh, what, you, year, what year was this? You? First of all, I don't recall. you were in a
1: couple of musicals. I don't recall what year it was, Stu. And I, I actually, you know, Stu, I'm drunk. I've been <laughs> there, drunk? There, yeah, there's booze stuck in my Coke Zero. Stuck drunk. in there. Yeah, people've been pouring it in there all day, and I thought, go ahead, pour it in. I'll drink it.
0: While that would then, uh, explain your performance <laughs> today, I don't believe it. I- um so you were at so when this is in high school the high school days the jazz choir you You weren't did you just say the words jazz choir were you really in jazz choir we used to travel around you tra you were in a traveling jazz choir that did musicals that's correct how do we not know this
1: because i i've been drunk and failed to mention it which i was stupid enough to do just moments ago
0: (laughs) oh my god um and i you know
1: i i'm shocked at your at your interest
0: which is why i never mentioned it before i will say this um our budget is small On this program. Um, however, we will give you an entire year's budget if you could produce video of Jeffy in one of these, uh, in one of these situations. And I, I want it in traveling. I will say this. Jazz that if someone choir provides musical. some kind of video, you, they uh, will uh, die. Would this be something maybe Amber, your wife? Would, uh, no,
1: she does not have that.
0: Maybe she does. I mean, maybe she could look around for it. Maybe that's something Amber could look around for.
1: Maybe it is. Maybe she could look around for it, you know, in another house.
0: Oh, God. Jeez, don't uh, threaten her
8: <laughs> with her.
0: <laughs> not being able to be with you anymore. Um, so let's look at this. This Stand is an up. honest... She has tra- to leave during vacation. Oh, you're on vacation? Yeah, we're camping. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> look at the time. <laughs> we're gone the whole time. Uh, honest trailer for La La Land. Now, a lot. This, uh, if you haven't seen it, we'll just have some spoilers. We know Jeffy doesn't care about spoilers, but many people do. So you might not want to watch it. Also, if you want to see La La Land, uh, you're a communist. So uh, that's a whole other <laughs> part
5: of this. But here it is. Uh, La La Land, an honest trailer. From the filmmaker behind the movie about the jazz guy who likes jazz so much he ends up alone, comes a movie about a jazz guy who likes jazz so much he ends up alone. (laughs) Man, what did jazz do to Damien Chazelle? La La Land. Witness one of the most Oscar-nominated films of all time that will have future generations saying, musical about show business? Well, no wonder the Academy lapped it up. In this tale of passion, love, and ditching all that nonsense when your career takes off. As two ambitious people follow their Hollywood dreams until romance almost gets in the way. Phew! Dodge that bullet. You two (laughs) almost had a compromise journey to a fantasy version of los angeles where the landmarks are never crowded no one takes their phones out before jumping in the pool and gridlock is just a chance to free a jazz quartet from human traffickers don't start playing (laughs) now's your chance run that's very Meet funny. Sebastian and Mia. She loves acting and wants to be an actress. He loves jazz and wants to be a, a jazz Watch as these two hotties pursue their goals with single-minded ambition and complete disregard for anything that isn't them, whether it's their neighbors. theater audiences down in front this business the jobs that pay them to live the 14 people on this email chain she didn't bcc or these guys trying to put on a concert it's brand new every night it's very very exciting maybe if you want her to like jazz you shouldn't talk the whole time they're playing oh you are so lucky you look like ryan gosling settle in for a film that borrows from the great musicals of the past that proves it's easier to teach a world-class singer how to act than two world-class actors how to sing as Ryan and Emma's relationship radiates with effortless chemistry and their dancing radiates with a general lack of effort. Come on, JK, throw a symbol at their heads. They're rushing. They're dragging. They're doing whatever that is. So sing along for a beautiful-looking film that goes down sweeter than a cake made entirely out of frosting. I
1: think you're right. Thank you. Yeah. I think you've won me over. That brought me to the stew side. There's not a chance in the hell I'm watching that movie. It's terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> it looks bad. It doesn't look like they it doesn't look like Ryan Gosling even tried to act through it. The whole thing looks bad. You're I'm on your side. Today. Thank
0: you. I appreciate it. Apologize. That. And of course, as with all things, when Jeffy moves to your side, you move to the other side. Uh triple eight seven twenty seven back is the phone number. I love La La Land. By the way, can't wait to see it. Uh, Back in a second. With spoons, by the way. Oh, Oh, not an exciting spoon. A healthy spoons. We'll be back next week. Uh, we wanted to, uh, and, and honestly, the show's been out of control since uh, <laughs> since he left. Um, uh, here's the issue: Jeffy decided for the first time in his life he wanted to eat like a human being, um, and, and unfortunately, we have a vacation coming up. Uh, it was uh, less than eighteen days. Now, and you thought it was, it'd be a pretty good idea. It was eighteen days away, and I thought, well, maybe I should try to eat right too. And and we were going to have spoons. We had taffy on for spoons, and we we're like, oh, I'll have a little bit of taffy, and then we'll go back to our diets. Jeff, he's like, no, I can't. I can't have anything. I can't eat anything. So he said, well, how about this? We'll have spoons, and we'll continue it with a little bit of more Mm. healthy foods. Mm. So we sent Marissa out to get us healthy foods, and this is what she came up with for today. Mm, It's called mm. Trader Joe's Just Beets. Mm, Now, look, mm. I am... Does uh, that sound good? mm. Now, the ingredients on this
1: particular bag, if I could read them. Well, I hope it's probably just beets. There's nothing else in them. It's just
0: beets. (laughs) It just says beets. Ingredients, nice. Beets. Now that means, I guess, no salt, nothing. Which i not beets. happy about. Taking a smell here.
1: Beets are, now I used to, uh, you know, I used to a garden. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, the family members did. I just pulled the food out of the dirt and ate it. <laughs> and uh, Shocking.
0: Uh, and you eat like beets? beets? Yeah, I love them. Right out of the ground? Oh, fresh beets. No, fresh I, carrots, I used to do onions. commercials for uh, super beets. Right. Um, and super beets, one of their big selling points is it doesn't taste like beets. <laughs> That's That's because a lot of
1: people don't like beets.
0: (laughs) Yes, because they're kind of gross. A lot of people don't like beets. Let me give you this process. This is a little different than pulling them out of the ground with the dirt on them and then eating them. We take ripe red beets straight from the fields, remove the top greens, and wash them with gentle brushes. After a quick blanch in boiling water, we remove the skin and slice them to just the right size. The low heat dehydration process removes 97% of the moisture, making them crunchy and delicious. Some of that I might like done to me. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, let's try it. Oh wow! Doesn't that look oh. appetizing? We have one of those beets. Mm-hmm. We of those, but I like beets. Plus, they got to be any calories or anything. It's a weird color. I mean, yes, there's going to be some calories, but minimal. They're not fried. Now, have you ever had those uh, those chips that come? They're like vegetable chips, and they're all like different colors. So you get the red ones and the purple ones, mm-hmm. and then there's like potatoes. chips. Yeah, yeah. From. Those are pretty good. Those are bad. So I mean, I can be hopeful here. All right, here are uh, just beets from Trader Joe's on screen. Mmm, mmm, mmm.
1: Man, am I glad I took a bite out of that.
2: I mean,
1: it tastes like
0: pizza. Yeah, I mean, look. Mmm, Superbeets is smart for making it taste like cherry. I'll put it that way. Um, but mmm, man, then I took the rest of it. I
1: don't know. You took the whole one at once. You I just broke it, it up a little more. bit. Nah, I'm good right now. Okay. You don't want to. Look, these, you don't um, want to eat a whole thing of beets at one sitting.
0: That's no. It's true. I will say what I would like to say about these is that uh, if you're a human, I wouldn't necessarily pull the trigger on these. Uh, if you're a, maybe a rabbit or starving, if you're a starving, human, that <laughs> uh, might be a good choice. Uh, I would uh, give these a. They're better than the seaweed we had yesterday. I will say that. Um, I'll give them a. We'll scale one i I'll give them a four. Wow. Three, Jeffy.
1: I don't know what I'd give him a three. Huh.
0: Now you know, you've heard of clickbait. You've heard of you know selling out for ratings, and you know I never thought I'd see it from Glenn Beck. You know, on the Blaze. I just didn't think he'd do it. I didn't think he pulled the trigger, but here we are. Here's your daily update of the South Korean election. I mean, just, uh, he's selling Uh, out for clicks. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing.
9: So this corruption of the state is happening everywhere um, and nobody trusts their government anymore and it's gonna have real political ramifications. Was it today, which was partly yesterday and partly today, uh, North Korea? had their, um, their election for the president. Nobody's really been paying attention to that in the West. This is going to have huge ramifications. They just ended conservative rule because they looked at the conservatives as these people who have been in power for the last, what, 10 years, and, uh, and they've been corrupt. And so they kicked them out. However, this comes with big differences on what their policies are with the North.
4: Yeah. Moon, moon Jae-in... Uh, has been declared the uh, the winner in the South Korean presidential election. He is part of the South Korea's Liberal Party. Uh, and so what we're going to see is a re-implementation of what they call the sunshine policy, which, which didn't work. Did
9: not work. North Korea opened the power of the sun during the sunshine yeah. policy time. Exactly.
4: And uh, he says he's willing to go to Pyongyang to meet with Kim Jong-un, but again, this policy did not work last time. I don't see it working again. They're even further progressed than they were last time this policy was tried. Um, but they'll say anything. I mean, it's like, you know, it's it's Chamberlain going to
8: Hitler. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, That's exactly what they're—but they've got so much riding on it. I mean, they got this good thing going, and we know we're that close. Look how long it's been, you know, kind of a balance and nobody rocking the boat— stupidly, that's what they're doing. He's, Kim Jong-un is not going to stop. He's even more crazy than his father because he's at the maturity to just kind of ride it out and play that game. This is the definition of insanity realized. I mean,
7: a, but this generation... But wait, but
8: wait, wait. wait. Let's put,
9: put yourself in the position of the president of North Korea. You want a war? I mean, we are at the position right now to where there are no good options on the table. None. Zero. We launch... 20 million people could be dead. We don't launch, 20 million people could be dead. We reach out in friendship, 40 million people could be dead. Yeah. We don't reach out in f- friendship, 40 million people could be dead. I mean, we just don't know. It's, there is no go- We've waited too long.
8: Exactly. That's exactly right. right. So now started. what
9: would you do if you're president? Over the had-
8: last 50 years, they should have been slowly working on this, and they haven't been. They were content to just play these games. Blind. It has to slow. They have to slowly squeeze him. It may be too late, and we're we're doing the same thing exactly. in Iran. Right, yeah, but you bring up a great point relative
0: than putting yourself in a suit. So Moon Jae-in has his parents are both North Korean refugees,
8: and so there's just significant family ties that we're seeing relative to his connection with North Korea. And again, what can you do? It, Kim Jong Un is not acting in a rational manner. So there's just got to be a variety of options that have got to be exercised at this point. I I'd imagine
9: if 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 all of a sudden, across the country, east and west or north and south, a line was built and there was a demilitarized zone. How, and everybody who was there is now there and you're stuck there. Can you imagine, and this is what South Koreans are up against, there's a crazy dictator on one side. You know the truth. You know your family doesn't know the truth. You know if they start bombing, they'll kill us and they're looking like they want to do that because they believe all these lies, would you want to bomb them? That You're killing your family. Isn't
8: that called Chicago? <laughs> yeah. Maybe Detroit. I, my, my family lives that. My, my wife's family's all in South Korea. Her, most of her family has a piece of property that's right next to the DMZ. So what do they, must be beautiful this time of year. They are What's, freaking out. Freaking out. They are what do constant, they think we should do? They don't, they don't know. All they know is they live with this constant threat. They don't see any good option. I keep trying to reassure them as best I can, but there's... I
4: feel like our best option at this point is to get Chinese cooperation on a much higher level. Well, but, but
7: that, there's, there's dangers with that as well. Because South... I mean, Koreans have always felt like they're... I can't remember the phrase they put, but they feel like... Something about, like, they're the shrimp that's in, in between two whales. They've always been in between China, Japan or China, United States, you get too cozy with China and you can completely leave the South. South Koreans right now, I think, are actually feeling kind of left out of this. And that's what's spurning a lot of this, you know, changing of the guard and changing of the regime. You know, I know the
9: president said that, you know, we're, we're, he's not going to act unless he comes through us. And the president is just not going to do that. But boy, if we're not in consultation with them... Can you imagine well, somebody making that? Can you imagine Canada or, or England making a decision of what to do that would kill 20 million people of our people and we weren't involved? Mm. I mean, who's the real enemy there?
8: Well, Caleb's right, too. Even I, I think China's cooperation and putting pressure on North Korea is the best option. But as they continue to squeeze and not buy the, the coal from North Korea, they're going to become more and more desperate. And to your point about people making decisions for us, absolutely they should be involved in this stuff. They have to.
0: I've always thought of China as though it's like kind of the hands-off parents of North Korea anyway. I mean, no matter what they don't do that, I'm going to do it anyway, Mm -hmm. you know? So I mean, I don't know how
7: much we can rely on China for anything. It's a a strange uh, shift we're seeing now as uh, Russia has actually stepped in and they've taken a lot more assertive role with North Korea now that China, the perception that China has been backing our play more i just thought that was really weird for really? a historicals perspective wow. that i mean russia the soviet union was basically their benefactor and enabled north korea to rise it'd just be a really crazy twist of fate if towards the end china backs us russia re-steps back this in this could the be the
9: you know this could be the the uh, worldly beginning of you know a, a global Um, I hate to use this word Armageddon but not Armageddon is the god Armageddon where that we know is going to start in Israel and the whole world will turn around that temple mount seems like North Korea at this point could be that whole it could be the axis of the entire world that is that pits us you pick a side one side or the other and I'm not sure we're on the winning side anymore I mean I know we're on the right side of history but I'm not sure we're on the winning side of this um, can we switch topics to um, uh, the cyber operation on ISIS last year?
7: Yeah, every time I see these reports on cyber warfare, I, it just it blows my mind on where we're going. And this report came out, I guess it was last year, under the Obama administration. Uh, there's so many, actually. Uh, Obama actually launched quite a bit of cyber. I mean, we never even heard of a lot of these cyber operations until the Obama administration. But now they're slowly starting to come out. Well, last year, something called Operation Glowing Symphony was greenlit specifically to target um, ISIS propaganda networks. So they stole passwords, they did whatever else they could do. They went in, actually deleted some of those highly produced ISIS videos. Mm. They got rid of them and from a, a, a time frame of between like October and January, communications pretty much just stopped. I didn't even think about it at the time, but it pretty much all just stopped. Um, but it brought up this this uh, this debate on, on the hill of, wait a minute, so Fort Meade, which is where U.S. Cyber Command is, <laughs> was starting to run this own little private <clears throat> war that they really couldn't talk about. So the CIA didn't know about it, the FBI didn't mm. know about it, the State Department didn't know about it. So Cyber Command is basically launching their own little private war on ISIS. And then the rest of the government, when they found out about it, they were like, whoa, 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 these, there's major problems here. So basically, we're going through and using foreign servers, Or they're going in and attacking some of these servers that are in Great Britain, Germany, places like that. We were actually going through into their internet servers, launching these attacks and carrying out this war. But, I mean, it just it's amazing to think, for me, the power they have right now to basically conduct their own private little war. How is that going to progress in the future? Where do we go from here? And what are we ramping up in Afghanistan for again? Do you know?
4: So the Pentagon is bringing a couple proposals to President Trump this week. And one of those proposals looks to add at least three thousand troops to the on the ground in Afghanistan. Do
9: we
7: know why? I'm not sure. Jason, do you know why? Yeah. Well, Taliban has made a huge resurgence, mm-hmm. and what McMaster and some in Mattis have been saying is that because Russia is directly supplying Taliban. Mm-hmm. Um, again, another crazy twist of
9: fate. See, we're, I mean, we. I mean, for us to not care about what happened on Capitol Hill yesterday. And for the media, not to say, okay guys, knock off all the bull crap. This is America, this is what you need to know. On the other side is Russia. There's an Axis power being um, being built and we're seeing it now in Afghanistan, we're seeing it in North Korea, and quickly, we're seeing it in Turkey.
7: Are we not? Erdogan, what oh. is he doing with Russia? Uh, well, They made uh, s- serious reproachment started just a few months ago, where they're starting to cooperate a lot more with them lately.
9: But, but, they're, but they're also um, launching, Erdogan is also launching and telling Muslims to go in
7: and start to occupy Jerusalem, are they not? A flood of Muslims to go into Jerusalem. Actually, straight up called Israel racist and discriminatory. I mean, some very hard, I mean, you, you talk about like, Turkey now is moving, they're moving troops down into some of those de-escalation zones down in Syria, or they're about to start. I don't, does anyone think they're actually going to leave? I mean, the, the next caliphate will be Turkey's Erd- and Erdogan's caliphate. Oh yeah, what right. does that say for Israel? It's the Ottoman Empire,
9: all yeah. being restitched. Yeah, that's,
0: that's George Friedman's thesis. Like operating out of the meta narrative that they they very much Turkey wants to reignite the Ottoman
8: Empire yeah. right now, and they're and What's Syrian another name Kurds. for the Ottoman Empire. Um, oh, footstool Empire. That's what it was. The caliphate.
6: Oh. <laughs>